0: following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions.
1: This is The Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. He's
2: like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right?
1: and your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Alspa.
3: I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff.
1: Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Good
2: morning, Southeast Missouri and wherever you may be listening. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KSIM, KZIM. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you and we're thankful for you on this Thanksgiving weekend.
3: weekend. Yeah, there we go. So happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody had a good one. So and we have an exciting day today.
2: We do. Okay, Gerardo. Oh yes. absolutely yeah. we do, of course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> what have
3: we been preparing for all oh week? My gosh. So we're yeah. talking
2: about and I know. everybody's town is a buzzing and all this yeah. kind of stuff, uh, for the SEMO Redhawks taking on Illinois State mm-hmm. at Halk Stadium at one PM. So get out there. Yeah. Okay? Can't wait! Get if you're up, there, up right now, you got plenty of time. Available. Get up and go buy your tickets. <laughs> That's right. I think the tickets office opens at ten. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know. Maybe oh, ten thirty. Yeah. So get It'll up. It'll be open before the game. <laughs> yeah. Get up, get going, and get to the ticket office, and uh, we'll see you there. Yeah. We'll be there for sure.
3: Yeah. Exciting.
2: Yeah. So uh, today we've got a great show lined up for we you. Do. And, we do. We um, You know, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We're we're dragging a little bit here this morning. (laughs) I'm going to get more into my coffee here. More
3: coffee, more coffee. (laughs) I know, I know. See, I gave up caffeine, so, you know, I have to really function here. So Before we
2: get into the topic, though, I want to tell you about a few things. Go to our website, first and foremost. If you want more information on anything we talk about and beyond, go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Check out our website. We've got previous shows on there. You can also go and download our Retirement Income Toolkit. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of great resources on our website. You can go and look at videos that we have on our website. Um, so there's plenty of information to help yourself in your retirement planning. You just need to go out and do it. And if, by the way, Mm -hmm. you want to do something customized for yourself, maybe it's time to do it, right? This is the time of of the year to reflect on what you've done this year, right? What you've done this year, wrong, what you should be doing and what you're going to do in 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, maybe it's time to give us a call and, and get a customized retirement income plan for yourself. Make sure that what you have is doing what it's supposed to do to make sure that you can reach your goals for you and your family. Give us a call at 573-332-7855, 573-332-7855. And uh, we'll give you a call back on Monday.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And don't forget about your book too. You know, um, the last paycheck, how to create sustainable retirement income and keep the paychecks coming in is the title of Brock's book. Um, If you haven't ordered yourself a copy, get on Amazon. Uh, it's 1295, a book, 65 pages. I say this all the time, but it really is. It's an easy read. And you know, while you're um, couch bound from all the Turkey you had, <laughs> you can read this book. It'll be a good read to get you started. I know. <laughs> I know it'll be a good read to get you started Um, trip, for Monday. That, that get ready for Monday. Fan, yeah. That trip to fan. That's yeah. right. So, and I think this topic that we're talking about today is pretty timely too, given that, um, everybody might've went black Friday shopping, <laughs> <laughs> right? That is correct. And might be going, okay, now I need to get back on track. So, um, we're doing our topic today is money management tips. So, um, again, I think this is kind of timely given, you know, coming off the holiday weekend and everybody's usually, you know, spending quite a bit of money. So this one's kind of a good one to kind of get us back on track if you're listening this morning. So, um, what do you, you want to start the sure, conversation yeah. So, off? Yeah.
2: You know, it's likely that um, most people listening to the show mm-hmm. would agree that managing money effectively is a very, very important uh, activity for you to do to make sure that you're uh, uh, saving enough money Yeah. Uh, for the future, saving enough money for your kids' college funds, saving enough money to make sure you can do the things that you want to do when you want to do them. Absolutely. But do you spend enough time managing your money? That's the real question. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Today, we're going to look at some money management tips. Uh, One of our first tips is to make sure that you're giving money management the time it needs because not everyone is. And in fact, according to an article on The Ascent, a website managed by Motley Fool, we referenced that Mm -hmm. website quite a bit on our uh, show here. We do. Uh, It's titled Americans spend 25 times more time cleaning their house than (laughs) managing their money yeah and then they also provide some ways to make your uh, money management time more efficient so we're going to get into this article Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. kind of go based off this article and give you some tips and talk about and give our insight on what we do and how we feel about some of these things so yeah uh, let's get into it yeah
3: so i mean you know i think um you know, obviously with the nature of what we do, we're pretty comfortable with hopefully our money management style, right? <laughs> but, you know, I think we everybody can learn that more, correct. right? Everybody can learn more. So, you know, um, let's let's dive a little bit more in. Where do, where do you want to start?
2: Well, we're going to start with something that I think is extremely important mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is creating an actual budget. Ah, you like to talk about the B word. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. We had some friends. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much money you make. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you can be worth ten million dollars, it's amazing to me that Mm -hmm. how many people don't have a budget, right? You know, and uh, it's very important, yeah, uh, that you put a budget in place. It may take some time. Everything that's worth it is going to take some time. Agreed. To create an initial budget, but in the end, it'll be well worth it to have a fuller understanding of where your expenses are going out to. And where your income's coming in from, mm-hmm. and then the relationship between those two things. Mm-hmm. That's it. Absolutely, it's the relationship between your income and your expenses, and uh, it's a prioritization. Uh, it's just making sure you know where your money's going. Mm-hmm. That's really the bottom line. Yeah,
3: agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, so. and what you're spending, and and what you're spending it on, right? I'm assuming. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: there may be, you know, some assumed, and uh, uh, there may be some assumptions in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Like eating out and entertainment. Oh, so here's the deal. Yeah. We have a client questionnaire, right? And so one of the major oh, questions. Is this a
3: soapbox? I'm like, wait, where are you going? No, 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 no soapbox. Okay, anymore. yeah.
2: This is a, and It's just kind of funny. Uh, or I find it funny. Maybe I'm a nerd. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but when we have this client questionnaire and I, I get these in and we do an analysis for people. And, uh, you know, the way we do it is is we want to know how much people are spending on their, their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so we'll say, okay, don't include liabilities, but take six months of your bank statements. They've already done the work for you. The bank has, and we're probably going to get into this, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it now. <laughs> um, and, and so the bank's already done all the work for you. They've added up all your debits and all mm-hmm. your credits. And so what we say is, hey, take a year's worth of those uh, debit line items, uh, not line items, the, the, the bottom line. And add them up for 12 months and divide mm-hmm. by 12 and then, you know, that's your average of what you're spending. Now, what we want you to do, though, is subtract the liabilities. You know, in other words, your loan payments from that because their loans will be paid off at some point. Your lifestyle is probably going to continue to be what it is. And so, you know, you can always tell
4: mm-hmm.
2: when it's an approximization or if they didn't actually go through the exercise. Mm. Because is it, is it way off? <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting at. Oh, okay, okay. So people kind of go, well, let's see, I do this, and I do that, and my water bill's this. And yeah, yeah. I probably spent about $500 here and $500 there uh-huh. or $200, whatever the amount is, and then they just put a number down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can always tell that it's not the right number. It's not the right one, right. And, and many times, the way I can tell is because it's too low, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I got one in the other day. I spend $1,300 a month. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. And so we go through the analysis and of course they don't. They right. Spend right, right. More than that. Yeah. But my point is it can be very eye opening. Yeah. On how much money you actually spend every month.
3: Well, and we make it into this too, but I think besides eye opening, it's, um, the other thing too is I think it's good to do that anyway, to check, to make sure you don't have any recurring charges that you don't know about.
2: Well, that's true. You know,
3: I mean, because in this society we live in of hackers mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, right. Being not everything's secure. Nothing's secure anymore. You know, just making sure there's not something that's popping out every month that's even small that you don't even know is coming out. So, Or how
2: about this? Yeah. You might find something that you're not using anymore. So it's yeah, legitimate. Yeah. But you're not using it. You're
3: like, why am I still paying for this? Like,
2: you, you know, your, your, you know, your Netflix is mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's, you know, anywhere from five to ten bucks and, and right. whatever, you know, other some memberships you might have. That you're just not using it's like, well, that's dumb. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, the 10 bucks over a year is 120 bucks. Yeah,
3: and you can find those easily. If you, I
2: were to go into the middle of the street and go, hey, here's 120 bucks, you take it absolutely. So, well, so I found one why of those. Are you doing
3: that? Yeah, yeah, I found one of those for us the other day. Um, uh, I don't know if you remember, we had, um, it's oh gosh, with if you have kids out there, you know, this they you know, have all the online iPad learning ABC things. Mouse, ABC Mouse. Yep, look at so you. you look I at know, you. I I'm impressed. And, and you know, our son used it for a long time, and then all of a sudden, I was like, Oh gosh, well, he's not using that anymore. <laughs> so you can find those things pretty easily, you know, that you may, and, you know, if you got grandkids, you may be doing that for your grandkids, make sure they're still using it. Right. So, you know, if you're paying for it. Anyway, okay, I know we kind of got off topic, but no,
2: that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's actually on topic. Well, sure. Uh, but, true. but the, you know, those surprise charges can definitely add mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. So it's a great thing that, like you said, make sure you keep an eye on yeah, it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, so, so, anyway. so what do we want to talk about next?
2: So you want to track your spending in relation to your budget. Okay. Okay. What I mean by that is, Having a budget cannot, uh, but but excuse me, having a budget but not following it yeah. uh, closely is like baking a cake <laughs> by only looking at the recipe once. Well,
3: you know, some people probably can do that. <laughs> Are but you I know sure what you're saying. That's the right amount of sugar.
2: Yep, yep. Keeping a closer eye on your budget can help you manage your money more efficiently. So yeah. the point there is, is that you want to make sure. That, okay, we've established this budget, but are we sticking to it? It's
3: not a set it and forget it's it. It's not a set it and yeah. forget it, yeah. right? Which is what I think some people want. It's so. an
2: ongoing mm-hmm. process, and you do have to spend time on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one of those deals where you can just plop on the couch and be done with it, right? right. You got you to put a little bit of work into this, but it's totally, totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, NerdWallet.com uh, had an article from May of 2018. The title of it's Let's Get Real what an average retirement cost, okay? Mm, okay. The average retiree household spends almost as much in entertainment mm-hmm. as households in the 25 to 35 age, age bracket at nearly $200 per month. Okay. Now, that is something kind of, to me, surprising. Right. I agree. I agree. Because, you know, when you have the household and you're 25 to 34 is what this thing says, mm-hmm. you got kids. Maybe. Of course, you're probably paying for grandkids then if you're if you're a retiree. Yeah, maybe. So that does actually make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It depends where you're spending okay. your money. So, yeah. So that's my point. It's like everybody thinks you're going to spend less than when you retire, and that's not true. Right, it's no. It's just not
3: true. Well, and I don't think you should, I mean, most people don't want to, right? You want to be able to go do the things you want to do. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean,
2: you know. And by the way, that $200 a month entertainment number mm-hmm. does not include food, Okay. which averages, get this, $483 per month. For retiree households. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's people listening and going, ah, there's no way I spend Oh, that yeah. Much. You'd be surprised how fast those $20 and $30 yes. $50 lunches, lunches and, and dinners yeah, add mm-hmm. up to be. They sure do. They sure do. So
3: I'm actually not surprised
2: by that number, to be honest with you. So if you, me neither. So if you add those two numbers up, mm-hmm. that's an average of nearly $700 for food and entertainment each month in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, these are averages folks right so like this is not like uh you know high end here this is not low end this is average right
3: in the middle right in the middle so (laughs) i would
2: say that these numbers are even pretty accurate for this area right you know i would agree with that yeah anyway that sounds good all
3: right do we have time for more or do we need to take a little break you know what we do need to take a break so
2: let's take a break and we're going to continue this discussion on money management tips it's all here on the retirement playbook and it's next when you think of a puzzle what would you say is the most important piece corner the side piece I would argue the most important piece of the puzzle is the picture and the same can be said about your retirement hi my name is Brock Elsball from Innovative Financial Solutions and I would love to show you your retirement picture for more information give us a call at 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com again that's 573-332-7855 all right welcome back to the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions
3: we are the retirement people. We are
2: the retirement people. <laughs> you took too long. <laughs> no, it's good. I like uh, it. You like it oh, when I just pop in? Jump right in. Yeah, there. just jump right in. I'm so. used to that.
3: I know, I know. I feel like, you know, we're all we're all slugging from the turkey, but I sure am excited about the Redhawks today. I can't keep talking about it. So I'm like, I know Wait. it's gonna be awesome. I know. We'll
2: be there. You guys uh make sure you get your tickets and show up to the CEMO yeah. game today. Yeah, gotta support. It's gonna be very exciting. I mean, this is the second year in a row that we're hosting a playoff game. Yeah. You know, I don't know if people are familiar, you know, the big power five schools, power five means power five conferences, you know, they have their bowl series and then they have a four team playoff, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the top four teams in the country. That's boring. How about 24 teams? And that's what the FCS is. So it's the football championship series. It's smaller a playoff. Schools. Yeah. And it's a true playoff. Yeah. Or it's a more of a true playoff because right. it's got 24 teams. So uh, we're one of them, folks. And that's I mean, awesome. All around the country, 24 teams, and we're one of them, and we're hosting it right here in Cape I know. It's amazing.
3: And we do need people to show up, you know, um, because that's how we can be able to host, you know, is we do have to have the ticket sales that go along with that. So
2: so that's the unique thing about that, too, mm-hmm. that they bid on it. So the, mm-hmm. the university is putting money up in good faith that, you know, they'll be able to sell enough tickets yeah. to, to at least break even. right? And so – uh, you know, from a, from a money standpoint, right? my about money management. Right, yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, but, right. uh, but you know, it, uh, we have faith it'll work out.
3: Yeah, so come support. And I will tell you, last year they said it went great. We had a great crowd last year, so let's bring the same crowd. So Yeah, absolutely. Good. Who cares
2: about the rain? That's right. There yeah, we go. Man. There we go. Let's yeah. go. Don't worry about the rain. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and if All you right. can't get behind a guy named, uh, you know, Tom Matukowicz, yeah. he's our coach took, you know, yeah. he's uh, – like, there's just nothing – you there's not going to be another one. There's not. There's not. He's yeah. just awesome. He's a great man. He's a great leader, and um, doing you know, great it things. It makes for you proud kids. to say that you can support a guy like him. I mean, yeah. it's just really fantastic. Anyway, wow. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That story we heard at the coaches' show about Devin Alexander, that was just amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right, we got to go on. So, yeah, anyway, you can tell we're doing, we're doing a little promo for the university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even mean send to. Send them a bill. Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, send them a bill. Uh, no, so, it, it, you know, before we kind of dive back into our topic today, which is money management tips, just don't forget to go check out our website, Um, you know, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. We got lots of stuff there. There's information on Brock's book. Um, there's information on our radio show. You can listen to past radio shows. I know Brock mentioned that earlier. Uh, you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit, which is awesome. There's four articles in there. There's information on social security, um, uh, tax, taxes in retirement, our generational vault, which is an awesome product. So anyway, download that stuff. Check that stuff out. So
2: all right. There so it is. Today we're talking about money management tips. Yes, we are. It is very important to talk about this. You know, a lot of times we talk about retirement and different aspects in retirement as far as uh, all the planning that goes into it. But to get there, you know, you've got to start early on mm-hmm. this stuff with uh, the budgeting. And uh, money management tips is uh, something very, very important that everybody needs to. It And that's what's great about it, too. Even if you're young, you need to be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Right? And, Absolutely. And so most of the topics we talk about is uh, applicable to... Uh, you know, people that are getting close to retirement. But this is for everyone.
3: Everyone, at every phase. Yeah, every phase of your <laughs> life. I mean, truly. And to do a checkup. Maybe you've had one and, and you need to do a checkup on it. So we mentioned some of those things in the first segment. So, right. Um, you know, we had talked about earlier in the first segment that a lot of people spend more money on entertainment and food. You know, that if they're you not...
2: Did, if you missed the first segment, by the way, that, that the total on those two things were $700. On average. On, on average, is what yeah. what people spend on food and entertainment. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, a
3: month. Yeah, so, you know, I think that's probably... Price surprising to some and some who go, oh yeah, okay, that's pretty normal. So, um, you know, what are some of the ways that we can save money? They may be thinking that,
2: right? So another helpful way to, um, you know, it's all about efficiency. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, about being efficient with the dollars coming in. You want to be efficient with those so you can maximize them and make them go as far as possible. Right, right. But when it comes to money management... Um, and it, you want to make sure you're monitoring your credit cards and bank balances.
3: Mm, yeah, we talked a little bit about this. We yeah. did. Yeah.
2: Credit card interest and fees can add up quickly. Mm-hmm. Overdraft fees or fraudulent charges can damage your bank balances. Yep. And by regularly monitoring these credit cards and your bank balance, you can protect your money from fees and fraud. So what I will say about that yeah. is that the fee, let me read that again. Credit card interest and fees can add up quickly. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, they may not even be aware of what if actually the interest rate that they are paying on these credit cards. Mm. But even in this very low interest rate environment, okay, where you can, you know, you'd be lucky to get one, one and a half percent on a, on a certificate of deposit right now right. in the bank. So, so at these very, very all time low rates, credit cards, it's not uncommon to see 17, 20, and even 25% uh, interest rate. Charge. Right right. I mean, that they didn't really change that much. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't change that much. They didn't change that much. And so, so be very careful in, Mm -hmm. and obviously our advice is, is if you are going to use a credit card, honestly, I don't know why you would in certain circumstances, but we use a credit card, for example, to get miles. Right. Yeah. Okay. And to get cash back. And when I hear other people say that you just kind of you just kind of wonder, is it really happening? In other words, are they really paying that balance off every month so they're not paying those interest you charges? You have to do that, yes. You have yeah. to Otherwise, do that. Otherwise, you didn't benefit and at all. Even <laughs> if you missed two months, yeah. if you had a you know, a couple thousand dollars, it could be a couple hundred bucks. Right. Then you really didn't gain anything. Then you really didn't gain anything. <laughs> you yeah. could have paid 200 bucks to go fly
1: wherever. Right, right. Get,
2: you know, that, that cash back, what's the equivalent of that? Right. So, so be very careful. I'm not saying don't do it, mm. but but in most cases, it's like, okay, let's just stay away from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, I wanted to touch on that. Um, and then obviously monitoring your bank balances is very important. Yes. For some of the reasons you spoke right. of earlier, which is, hey, you might be getting charged, even if it's, think about this. If there was a scam that just charged a 99 cents.
3: Right. Would you catch it?
2: Right. Yeah. And if they did that for a million people, I mean, right, there you go. Right. So yeah. that's a million dollars. That's
3: not not necessarily a large amount of money coming out. So you yeah. know,
2: so anyway, the point is is it be you know, monitor that and monitor your credit card balances too. Um and so um you can also get, you know, some credit monitoring through like some credit karma and mm-hmm. those kinds of services that are yeah. out there. Yeah,
3: well. you really like credit karma. You like that one. I do, that's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah.
2: Uh, and it's great because, you know, you can monitor those things and it'll actually give you a score mm-hmm. whenever you want it to. Yeah, so. yeah, we see where you are. But according to a recent survey from bankrate.com, uh, there was a, it uh, uh, says, survey rising ATM and overdraft fees leave consumers paying much more than they did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The average bank overdraft fee is, is, is $33.36. That's the average bank uh, overdraft fee. Wow. It's $33 and 36 cents. Okay. Uh, another area that can quickly erode your bank balances is ATM surcharges. Mm -hmm. The survey found that the average surcharge at an ATM was $3 and nine cents, which by the way is a record high. Okay. The average surcharge is, has now set a new record, uh, in each of the past 15 years. So I know there's some banks that will allow you to have three, you Mm -hmm. know, outside of their ATMs uh, withdrawals uh, without incurring a fee, or if there is a fee, they refund it. There's all kinds of ways where you can shop that, folks. So what I have noticed is, I have noticed this, by the way, as well, is a lot of uh, banks are are getting back to charging the normal fees versus just, you know, trying to be competitive. Well, they're all being competitive. Right, right. point is, is that the, the fees are more prevalent than they used to be. You know, you always used to see free this, free that, right, free this. And right. so, uh, and there's still some available. Yeah so, yeah. so shop that deal and make sure that you're not paying too much for your uh, bank account.
3: Well, and, and, you know, agreed. And, and, you know, a lot of time you mentioned that sometimes banks will cover, you know, a few ATMs that are outside of the area. Um, but it does seem like every time we stop, I see it getting higher and higher, you know, like, the, you know, now it's, because this one said 309 was the average. I've seen $4. I've seen, you know, yeah, but, large you know, amounts. Average. But yeah, average. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's good to you check. You know what that. I'm going <laughs> to
2: say about an average? What? If you stick your head in the freezer and your feet in the oven, are you going to be 98.6? No. I think that's such a weird statement. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's an analogy that, you know, averages aren't averages, right? I know. I know. Okay. So, um,. So a little bit more on those more ATM. And more consumers yeah. are going out of their way to use their own bank mm. ATM. Okay. So avoid that fee, by the way. Right. In June 2019, a study from um, Mercator Advisory Services, ATM banking is not just about cash withdrawal anymore, found that 94% of respondents prefer to use their own bank's ATM. Mm. Mm-hmm. That number dwarfs the 22% that would use another bank's, or 19% that would use an ATM not related to any bank. Okay. So this is understandable when looking at the bankrate.com survey data. They found out of network ATMs uh, that those are likely from another bank or unrelated to any bank Mm -hmm. had an average surcharge of nearly $5. That's
3: where I was saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So like, I don't know about you, but I don't use the ATM. Yeah,
3: I don't either. Not a lot. So, and you know, I think in this day and age of where, and maybe not, maybe people don't do it, you know, to... Of course, you like to go in the bank, though, too.
2: Actually, I haven't been in the bank in You haven't? Like oh, I was going to say. No. You used, used
3: to like to go in the bank.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I've got my own little cash of, stash of cash.
3: <laughs> is there something I need to know?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I know, way. I know. But, but, you know, I mean, yeah, just. Your personal, it, but I, personal I, money. I never hardly ever, I guess my point is I don't use cash that much. I yeah, Because, you know, yeah. we use the debit card or the credit card. And
3: now, stuff. see, I, I use cash quite a bit just because our kiddos are always needing cash. Yeah.
2: Well, well, yeah. there you go. That yeah. shows you who takes care of all <laughs> That's that I was going to
3: say, they're nonstop. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of times, to your point, I don't go to the ATM a lot because a lot of times now, and maybe this isn't good because it's easy, if I know I need some cash, if I'm at Aldi's or Target, you can get 20 bucks cash back, right? So, and right. you don't have to pay any fees. So maybe here's that's a, not good either.
2: <laughs> here's another deal. Another smart idea for money management is setting financial goals. Mm, mm-hmm. So important. We talk you know, about we this talk, a lot, yeah. Well, and you and I talk about yes, this. Yes, absolutely. In our own lives, mm. you know, every year, what do we want to do? Is there a project we want to do? Okay, how much is that going to cost? Okay, what how much money do we need to set aside? Right. And that's planning for the following year. Right. We are in short-term Okay. But
3: ironically enough, you know, we just celebrated our 18 year anniversary, and that's what we do. We usually always kind of on our anniversary, we like to talk about what we want to get done the next yeah, year. Sure. So, yeah, sure. We did
4: that this year though.
3: A little bit. We did a little bit. We had okay. Grant with us. We had a kiddo with us. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and that's okay too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so short term goals. Set your short term goals. Set your long term goals. Okay. Uh, you may want to consider giving yourself weekly and monthly goals mm-hmm. if you have to. That's a good idea. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah, short term. Right. Short term. Uh, that's super short term. Well, you feel, but
3: but you know, a lot of times people need those because they you know, and when I worked in HR, you know, sometimes people need those to kind of keep them going, right? Some people are okay with the long-term goals, but some people need shorter term to kind of keep Well, them
2: and I'll give you an example of why you would need a shorter term yeah. goal. If I'm saying, okay, so here's my advice. Okay, folks, go ahead. You've got uh, uh, some money in the bank. All right. And you've got uh, some credit card balances, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit higher than you should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not paying them off every month. So uh, let's, you know, make sure, let's get these credit cards paid off. Kind of like the, you know, the baby steps and that kind right. of thing. So, right. you know, pay off the credit cards, build up your emergency fund, save for retirement and then save for college if you have kids. So that's kind of the prioritization. Right. Okay. Right. And and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, those are some short-term goals that if you, you know, every month, if you're saying, "Hey, I'm knocking off. I want to knock off four hundred dollars a month," you do need short-term goals. Yeah,
3: you do, you do. But I do think there are some people who who need that. That you know, it, I don't know, it just keeps them going too. So,
2: <laughs> you know, well, sometimes yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah,
3: that's, that's kind of like kind of yeah. like the um, oh gosh, what's the exercise? Everybody starts exercising January one, right? <laughs> By March, everybody's done. <laughs> March? Shoot, you don't think they even make it that
2: long? Into January. Into January. <laughs> Trust me, they don't make it long see, at all. I'm huh? in the gym. I see yeah.
3: it. Yeah, you yeah. see it there. So, all okay. Right. Do we have time for more? or Do we need to take a? Yeah, actually, break? we do need to take a little break
2: here. You've caught me both times I know, today. I know. You You're, never catch me. I
3: do. You're usually good at it. Now I'm like, mm, I think we need to take a break. The
2: coffee's kicking in, <laughs> folks. All right. Uh, stay tuned. We've got more money management tips here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle.
3: There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face, personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the generational vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts upload important information, and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855.
2: Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We're the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday morning from Mm 7 to 8 a.m. talking about retirement tips, talking about money management tips, really anything that can help the general public listening to this show. That's why we're here, is to help you. And if you want to take it a step further and really do what's best for you and your family, give us a call. We'll set an appointment. We'll just have a conversation to see if some things that I can give you advice on, or maybe there's some planning we can do for you. Whatever it is, give us a call at 332 7855 573 573-332-7855.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you like our show why don't you tell your friends about it because they don't have to live in the area to listen to us. That's they can true. go to our That's website true. and it's the innovative and they can click on any of our past shows and listen to them. And then they can call us because you know, whatever. So,
3: <laughs> Cause they want to they talk um, to us too. But we are on, um, all the, you know, um, Oh, gosh, I just drew a blank. Apple, iTunes, Google, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. So, and pretty you can,
2: much wherever you may be listening to your podcast. The podcast.
3: Yeah. You can find us. So, that's yeah. the other option, too. Thank you. I couldn't get podcasts for, uh, gosh, this turkey has <laughs> <this turkey's laughs> really hit us in it. <laughs> We're struggling today.
2: Well, I'm not lying. I'm not, you know, I'm dragging yeah. here. Yeah. But yeah. the coffee is starting to kick it in. It is starting in. to kick so, in. So, so okay. yeah. anyway. All oh. right. So, I want to point something okay. out about this money management tips that we've been talking about. Okay. Um, That, connect, that I feel connects. With this whole conversation. Okay. Okay. And it comes from a study by the Ascent published in October of 2019. So just, you know, last month. Entitled, how much time does the average American spend on personal finance? Mm. And here's the deal. The study found that nearly half of Americans want to be financially prepared for the future. However, the most shocking discovery is that an astonishing 97%, 97% of the study respondents are not taking the time to do so. Mm. So it kind of goes along that line, like, hey, I talk a big game. But right. I'm not actually doing it. So you need to walk the talk. Yep. And get it done because it does make a big difference.
3: So 97% are not actually taking the time to do two. So only everybody 3%. Says,
2: everybody says they want to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And that but they do wanna you have... want to do the things to do that, to make right. it happen? Right. Right. Okay, it's like we talk about with our sons with sports. It's like, okay, you want to be a good basketball player, but do you really want to put the work in to be a right. great basketball right. player? Exactly. You can be average right. and not practice, but you if you want to be good or great, you've got to do some things outside of the even normal schedule.
3: Yep, that's exactly Same right. Same
2: thing with your personal financial life. Mm-hmm. You can say you want to be successful. You can say you want financial independence, but what are you doing to prove it? Right, Exactly.
3: Yeah. Or what steps are you taking or what kind of, you know, additional tools are you learning or education or whatever it is to, you know, I used to be amazed. Sorry, I'm going to have my moment for a second. Um, You know, when I lived in the HR world and and even in um, uh, when I worked in higher education, you know, a lot of times those conferences, right, you get sent to conferences to learn more or take away a tool and and you're supposed to gain something. And I can't tell you how many times you go to a conference or you go to something and you write down all these pretty notes, right, and act like you're going to do something with it. And then what do you do? Right, it sits in a drawer. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) or you never look at it. You know, and so you know, I used to tell everybody when I was working in those worlds, and even you know, with the conferences that we go to, if you can learn one thing, you know, don't make it a huge goal, but if you can learn one thing and you can actually implement it into your practice, then it was worth doing. So I guess my point is kind of wrap it all back up. If you're somebody who's thinking about, you know, trying to do a better job of money management and you're going to listen to us, right? You're listening right. to us on the radio, right. or you're you're going to some kind of session, and somebody's telling you how to do this. Do one thing that you heard today, and actually do it.
2: <laughs> you
3: know, as opposed to just great, listening and writing it down. Great,
2: it's a great point.
3: And it, and it doesn't, and so and I used to say that, you know, if I can go to one of those and learn one thing, then it was worth going to. But a lot of times you take all these pretty notes, you listen but, to but these but radio that shows. let's take a step
2: further then, and not learn. only say to, to learn one thing, right? but to actually go back and implement it. No, no,
3: no, that's what I'm saying. You have to learn it and do it. You, you have, have to, to learn, learn it and, and do it. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, okay. you have to do you. you have I'll to do me. both. Yeah, not because otherwise that's just as bad as a note. <laughs> you took a note, so All right, well, there's my little moment for No, it.
2: that's great. Yeah, and, I mean, and you it know, is good because you know, we've the all one been thing there. I hear a lot from people that have not taken the amount of time and have not done the right planning. Mm-hmm. And look, we It's one of those deals where you you, you can't treat people like, what are you doing? Why would you do this? You can't. It, because what's done is done. Right, yeah. Okay? Like you
3: said, there's only so much you can fix, too. There's only yeah. so
2: much you can fix. You can't get blood out of a turnip. All those things, right? But at the same time, when the thing that kind of bothers me is, is when people have made bad decisions and then blame it on not being educated on these things.
3: Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, saying nobody told me yeah it's like the nobody told me you okay. know yeah there's and access to stuff like everywhere
2: kids, i tell them all the time it's like hey you have this little thing inside your body mm-hmm. and i always say you know it's in your stomach or whatever it is and it's called the right thing monitor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually it's not monitor what do i call it you ticker. ticker ticker. there you go sorry <laughs> i'm here for you You have a ticker that says is this the right thing or it's, it's so if it doesn't feel right mm-hmm. don't do it is mm-hmm. my point so it's like hey Boys, if if someone's trying to tell you to do something that you know is not right, that your your body will tell you, that yeah. your ticker will tell you, yeah, if it's the right thing. And so, anyway, the point is, it kind of relates to what we're mm-hmm. talking about here. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, if you don't have the money to buy a car, getting a car loan may not be the solution.
3: Right, right.
2: You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you? Is there another option? Is there a sacrifice yeah. that you can keep your existing car for a little bit longer? And I mean again, there's things that arise that you can't control, but, uh, anyway, there you mm-hmm. go. I just yeah. wanted to hit yeah. that Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, a little more feeling, feeling aspects too. I yeah. mean, cause you do, you know, you know, you feel those things too. I think that's what you're saying is, you know, don't just say, Hey, you know, nobody told me cause that's the other thing you said made that comment is gosh there's so much out there that you can have access to um you know again our radio show's free right so you can listen to our radio show there's you know resources gosh with google out there there's a thing called the
2: interweb (laughs) the interweb the interweb and it's got a lot of information on it yep there's lots there's lots on there
3: so anyway (laughs) all right so uh, let's do a just let's do a little recap of kind of what we've talked about so far you know we're we're obviously doing um some tips for money managing your money um, you know, and we've kind of been looking at some different resources, you know, but I think the most one that we the biggest thing that we've just discovered. The most one. The most one, I know. The biggest thing. I I fixed it again. Turkey talking. <laughs> the turkey talking, right? I love it. I love it. Uh the study that found that nearly half of the Americans uh want to be financially prepared, but 97% of them are not taking the time to do so. Yeah. I think that's probably the most yes, yeah, astonishing thing that we've yes. we've discovered. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. So um, you know. What do you, what do you want to kind of talk about next especially when people aren't necessarily, you know, understanding the importance of some of this stuff?
2: Well, it, you're right. And, and it's very important to talk about all this Mm -hmm. and, uh, those who don't spend time daily on managing their finances or spending less, um, than in two minutes of a day. I mean, really it doesn't, if you do it daily, it doesn't, you know, it's like everything. If you do something daily, you don't Mm -hmm. have to do it as much. You actually go to do it. Yep. Uh, Force yourself to do it.
3: <laughs> just get it done, right? Yeah. Just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so you drive through and spend, you know, three or four dollars on a coffee and you take five to ten minutes to do that. Maybe right. Maybe longer. It, you know, it's just, it's free and it's and, well, it's, and it takes two minutes.
3: I think that's all prioritization, right? They say, no, you know, find find Absolutely. time for what you want to do. So, you know, obviously, you know, if some things are out of balance. We know that, right? So, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know. So anyway, according to a report, the average American spends 85 hours per month watching TV. Okay. That's nearly three hours a day on average. Mm-hmm. And yet they are still only spending two minutes a day managing their finances. Wow. In my opinion. Three hours of TV? Three hours. Yeah, okay. You don't right. have to be an accountant to calculate that this equation may need to be adjusted. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: That's Woo. a lot of TV, by the way. That's a lot of TV.
4: <laughs> well, I
3: mean, I guess if you did watch a football game. I uh, have a football game about three hours.
2: But there's not a football game every day.
3: No, man. but there's a lot of football on TV. <laughs> and to the ladies who are listening, they get that. There's a lot of football.
2: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but but to your point, that does seem pretty out of balance, right? That's a lot of TV time. So Yeah. And it points out some cognitive dissonance dissonance, mm, excuse me. That's a hard word to say. Uh when it comes to intentions and attitudes about personal finance. Mm-hmm. Ninety-two percent of individuals in the study agreed with the statement: "Nothing makes me happier and more confident in life than feeling like my finances are in order." And I, and maybe it's because I'm in the business, but I could not agree with that. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, yeah. When you talk about fun, true financial freedom, what I mean by that is you have a budget. You know where your money is coming in. You know how much money you're spending on different things. Uh, mm-hmm. And and and, and you're even putting even the money way not you need like, to do super detailed, right? That you know you're sticking within a certain amount of money per month and that you're not using credit cards and that you don't have to dip into your savings account unless it's an emergency. If you're doing those things and, and putting, have money, away. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, putting yes, money away financial, money away for your retirement, yeah. Yeah, sorry, that was an assumption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. Right, um, right. So if you're doing all the things you're supposed to do and you have true financial independence, I can tell you that I could not agree with that statement mm. more. It gives you a confidence... And let me tell you something, it gives you confidence and it makes you happy and your marriage is better. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many benefits to that. I agree. And when you are happy, that means you are successful.
4: Right. I agreed. Yeah. Because you're
2: doing the thing. You may not have met your goal in life financially, but you are doing the things to get there. Mm -hmm. And that is going to make you happy. And that is true success, in my opinion, in life. We have to take a break.
3: Oh well and it's less stress <laughs>
2: I, have to, I mean
3: obviously right
2: absolutely. the stress which factor which makes you best. happy right, right. yeah absolutely. yeah anyway
3: i know it's all, all right. related let's okay take break.
2: well listen let's take a break and we're going to talk in our last segment about some things uh that can help you and as it relates to managing your money and being happy in life <laughs> there That's it all is next on the retirement playbook with brock and daniel
0: tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. All right, welcome
2: back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the
3: retirement people.
2: Wow, you just jumped right in I there. I did.
3: I didn't even give you a chance. You didn't.
2: I like <laughs> it. The coffee's
0: kicking in,
3: well, folks. It's, it, the fog is lifting. The
0: fog has lifted.
3: From the trip to Fan and the turkey. So, oh my gosh, I wonder how, how, how much turkey everybody's had. I mean, you know, you just think of...
2: It would be a fun statistic know. to I know. I do like turkey, though. Let's get our stat boy on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll go find him. <laughs> where's right. our stat boy? Where's, sir, you it? don't have a stat You
3: don't boy. have one. You don't have one. Um, I feel like that commercial, what's the commercial where he says, where's my State app? Farm, yeah, yeah, he says, where's my app? And Mr. Gabriel,
2: you do not have an app. <laughs> you don't have an
3: app. <laughs> bringing my app. <laughs> oh, Anyway, okay, so today we are talking about money management tips. And before we can dive into our last little topic of conversation, don't forget to check out our website, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com, or give us a call, 573-332-7855, 573-332-7855. We'd love to help you out, so give us a call if you can. So, anyway. Hey,
2: hey, 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 our right. stat boy just came in with a stat. Oh,
3: is, 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 is it also known <laughs> as you?
2: <laughs> is our stat boy also he you? He came in and he said, hey, boss, uh, 88% of Americans served by the National Turkey Federation eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Surprise. Yeah. 46 million turkeys are eaten each Thanksgiving. 22 million on Christmas and 19 million on turkeys on Easter. Oh. So in 2011, oh, that's a long older. Time ago, yeah, older 736 million pounds of turkey uh-huh. were consumed in the United States of America. There it
3: is. It's a lot of turkey.
2: That's a lot of turkey. <laughs> now we a know. Lot of turkey. So 46 million on Thanksgiving, 22 million turkeys on Christmas, and 19 million turkeys on Easter. Wow. Woo. Well,
3: I do turkeys. like your turkey, though. Brock makes some Sorry. of the best turkey. Smoked turkey. It is. Some yep. of the best. So Smoked anyway. turkey for
2: <laughs> probably 10 hours or so. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, on my smoker brother's grill, and it is awesome.
3: It's yummy. It's yeah. yummy. So, okay. All right. Back to our money management tips.
2: Yes. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Is that about what we're today? talking about? Yes. <laughs> so, we're not talking about turkeys? No, no more turkey. We're not talk, talking about
3: Thanksgiving? Even though people are probably still eating Thanksgiving today,
2: too. So I know. Yeah. They're probably. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Turkey sandwiches. With that, with those buns, yeah, you know that the, the the whatever buns that you have, yeah, uh, rolls, rolls. Sorry, sorry yes. not buns.
3: <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were gonna <laughs> say. They like the King buns. Hawaiian rolls.
2: <laughs> yeah, the King Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, or whatever you use. Whatever rolls you use, and then you put some mayo on there. Put that turkey on there. I
3: have a feeling I know what we're having for lunch today.
2: Man, I'm telling you, although I love, I we'll, love it, we'll be at I the, the C- C- turkey.
3: We'll be at the Semo game, so we'll see.
2: I know a lot of people don't like turkey. Well, maybe we should make turkey chili today.
3: Turkey chili. We could do that. No, so no. we'll see. <laughs> come People find us, like, a, come by us at the CMO game and, and see about. what we actually have. Exactly. So anyway. All right. All right.
2: So uh, I'm uh, sorry. Were you going to say something? No,
3: no, no. I was going to no. say, let's talk about the first two segments,
2: kind of what we talked about. So we dove into some money management tips. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been talking about today in the first three segments. We discussed a lot of statistics and uh, some potential tactics that mm-hmm. you could use to manage your own money more efficiently. Yep. And and honestly, folks, it, you start with the total amount that you and your spouse can agree on that this is what we're going to spend on food and entertainment. This is what we're going to spend on, you know, whatever the discretionary spending is. So obviously you have your fixed bills and then you have your discretionary spending. The fixed bills are what they are. They're fixed bills. Right. 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 Um, but, but your discretionary spending is really where you could spend a, a cut back a lot. And not really even cut back a lot if you don't mm-hmm. have to. Just know how much it is. Right, right. And then monitor that and make sure that you're not getting way out of whack in that category. But more importantly, what that then does is rolls up to your total budget of how much money you're spending. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that obviously that's less than what you're bringing in, number one. Right. And number two, it allows you to save money uh, in the best form and fashion. In other words, what I mean by that is, is your retirement savings, Mm -hmm. your own. Actually, let's first back it up. Your own emergency fund, right? In other words, your savings account that you have at the bank, uh, and then you have your. Are you saving for retirement? And then are you saving for potential college for your kids if that's important to you? Uh, and if you're behind the the if you're behind a little bit in your savings, which how do you know unless you have some planning done? Right, right. Uh, but if you're behind on that and you need to catch up you probably shouldn't be putting any money for your kids, right? In other words, yeah. you got to take care of yourself take first. Take care of yourself
3: first, yep. And it's, if you
2: have kids in college and you're paying for stuff in college and it's not allowing you to save for your own retirement and you're behind, you might want to make an adjustment there. I know that's harsh and people love their kids and they want to do everything for their kids, but let me tell you something. I you paid for want, my college? <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. In retirement to yeah. say, my gosh, we could have done something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but if you can afford both, It's great. My point is, is that having it all starts. Step one is the budget, and knowing how much money you're spending in each category is very, very important. And then overall, how much money you're spending slash saving Mm. for yourself. Okay. I know a lot of
3: us don't like that b word, that budget, but man, it's so important. It really is. (laughs) It's so important. It really is. Like, Like you said, you talk about Social Security being the foundation for retirement planning, but gosh, man, that budget's a huge foundation. Honestly,
2: that's the that's the cornerstone. First step, truly. Well, it is, but it's the cornerstone Mm -hmm. of having the financial freedom that we talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stress-free. If if you've never truly experienced financial freedom, where you're not stressing about where the next paycheck, Mm -hmm. and and you're not stressing about saving for retirement. How to pay bills. You're not stressing about paying your bills, and you're not stressing about making a credit card payment, because if you have financial freedom, you don't have credit card debt. Right. You're not stressed out about making a car payment because you don't have a car payment because you paid cash for a car that you could truly afford. If you're doing all of these things, mm-hmm. the cornerstone of that is having a budget and making sure that you know what you can afford. So anyway, it's it's just very important. And uh, financial freedom is just an awesome, awesome, awesome thing to have. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. sorry.
3: Yep. <laughs> all right, so I think we're going to kind of turn switch our gears a little bit. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. So just to kind of, you know, in the last part of the segment, because we are talking about money management tips and, you know, we talk a lot about medical, right? Medical bills, obviously is a huge thing for everybody, regardless if you're in retirement, if you're working still, you know, all of that is a huge cost. You know, we just got some medical bills in, you know, I mean, you just, you know, you're constantly looking at ways, hopefully to save some money. Right. And one of those ways is, is you're looking at maybe some discount drug cards. Right.
2: That is correct. And, you may have seen these Mm -hmm. cards advertised Mm -hmm. if you go into a walk-in clinic or anything like that you've probably seen these cards right good rx yeah and some other ones but 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 anyway sometimes they promise huge savings by simply presenting on your card when you pick up your prescriptions at the pharmacy Mm -hmm. but how do they work you probably wondered this yourself like wait a minute how is this even possible why am i just automatically saving money by showing a card that really i've never actually signed up for right or you don't pay anything they're just for. pre-assigned <laughs> numbers <laughs> yeah yeah and what are they really how does your medical insurance factor into the equation so here we go a resource for this one is an article called discount drug cards promise huge savings on prescriptions but is there a catch and it comes from money.com and it was published in october of 2019 it makes up one point very clear these cards are separate from your health mm-hmm. insurance. Mm-hmm. The discount drug cards are generally free from fees and may provide lower prices at participating pharmacies and supermarkets like Walmart, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Safeway, and more. They usually request that you share your types of medicine and zip code. hmm hmm So you've seen these before and right. you're going like, How does this work? Why you know, why do they offer these and these kinds of things?
3: Mm-hmm. So, it seems like a good deal, but, you know, how are these companies really making any money?
2: Okay. So, again, referencing this article. Yeah. So, these cards make big, big, big money. I don't know about big money. They make money by charging the participating stores a small fee for mm. each transaction.
3: That makes sense. Okay. So, they're paying to, to take on these cards. The stores are. So, yes. Yeah. So, think okay. about this.
2: So, so and then for the stores, by the way, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to get you to come into their location. Okay. The thinking is that if you enter the store and pick up your prescription, you will likely purchase something else.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: If you uh, saved money on the prescription, the logic presumes that you will be more likely to make an impulse purchase. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
2: So it's the psychology right. aspect right. of yeah. purchasing and buying and those kinds of things. Yeah, uh, It's important to mention that you cannot use most discount cards and your insurance at the same time. So, you will need to determine when to use the cards and maximize your savings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discount cards are not a replacement for prescription medical insurance. Many drugs, like those that do not have a generic equivalent, may still be cheaper through your prescription drug coverage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Also, if you choose to use a prescription drug card instead of your insurance plan, the cost will not count towards your insurance deductible. This could be an important difference if you were expecting to surpass your
4: deductible.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's an important m- comment to make. Again, you know, I know I always reference my previous life, but, you know, understanding what counts towards your deductible and what doesn't. Because sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So, you right. know, you, yeah, that's important to know regardless, <laughs> regardless of what how you're paying, right? So right. <laughs> know what's counting, what's not, because you may be surprised. So, right. yeah. right. Um, so I can imagine that some people could have their medical budgets, you know, um, designed with an expectation that would only partially pay their full deductible each year. So I could see this being an important. Thing I think most
2: people with today's deductibles right. being I know. five, and six, and 10, even $10,000 $10, yeah. deductibles yeah. just assume that they're not going to meet their deductible. Right. And, and probably many of them don't.
3: Yeah, which is a scary thing to thought. So think about that. If you have a $10,000 deductible and you spend an average of $3,000 a year on medical costs, okay, you're basically not insured. You got catastrophic coverage. Right. Because you're just paying for your stuff. So, yeah, I think that that's so the reason we're bringing up these discount cards and things that you do is just strategies to try to save yourself some money. Because, again, like Brock said, hopefully, you know, most people aren't meeting that deductible, you know, unless you have someone who's sick in your household or, you know, that kind of thing or, you know, how to. Large surgery that you didn't plan for, you know, those kind of things. So, um, you know, these are ways to just truly, really, when we talk about money management tips, to try to find discounts and solutions that, you know, can help you save, you know, <laughs> quite so, a bit of money so, here and so there. So I
2: found something very interesting okay. that, uh, that this article looked at from okay. money.com. Looked at okay. the prices of one common medication, Lipitor. Okay. This brand name cholesterol medication was found at the price of $450 for 30 tablets Okay. with a dosage of 40 milligrams. It's generic alternative could be found at a price as low as $6.50 for the same prescription. Mm. However, they found that those prices varied between drug card discounts. Yep. Okay. Uh, One high blood pressure medication produced a savings of $10 per month Mm -hmm. or up to $120 per year, depending on the type of prescription drug card that was used. So here's the bottom line. It may be worth investigating which discount drug card is best for your specific medications. Mm -hmm. And remember to check your prescription drug insurance coverage as well, to ensure that you are getting the option that best fits your needs.
3: Well, another thing, too, I think that's nice about those drug cards is, gosh, you can grab them anywhere, right? So, like, GoodRx right. is online. Um, We were sitting in convenient care the other day, and they had some sitting out. So, you know, grab them, and then, you know, I think shop all of them. You don't need to just have one.
2: All right, folks. Anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed is. our show this <laughs> week. We've loved having you listen to us. So thank you very much for listening to our show. If you want to give us a call about your specific situation, give us a call at 573-332-7855.
1: Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Yep, see ya. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855. Or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone.